Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Tracy Eister. Tracy Eister is a little bit sassy today. <laughs> she's she's full of laughter, and as my grandparents would say, she's full of spit and vinegar. Well, that's the pot calling the kettle black, Luann, because you are just as sassy as me. <laughs> I know. Have you ever heard that saying, though? I oh. have. Oh, yeah. Well, it must be an old country saying. But, you know, laughter is good medicine. It's good medicine. And, and sometimes I think that we as Christians need to stop sucking on lemons and start <laughs> smiling a little bit. Did you just say that out loud? I did. <laughs> I did. You know, sometimes I, I just love some of the folks in my church, but they kind of have that permanent scowl on their face. Do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? I do know what you're talking about. And it's really interesting if you're standing in front of a group of people and you're trying to encourage them. And I always thought, oh, I wish I could be one of those camera things and like have a pair of glasses on when I'm up there talking the little, you know, hidden camera Mm -hmm. between my eyeballs and then like just flash up on the screen what their faces look like. And I always think of worship leaders. I know I sang in a choir for many years and the worship leader used to talk about, you know, how can you sing these hymns of God's love and his faithfulness and his goodness and be having that lemon face you described <laughs> earlier. So, Luann, I have known you for a couple of years. And if there's anything that stands out about you, my sweet friend Luann, is that you indeed are filled with the joy of the Lord. And I have to imagine that even if that's a little bit that's part of your personality, I have to imagine, sweet friend, that that is also a choice. So I know that there are those listening. I know you, sweet woman out there, that maybe you're thinking right now, I just can't seem to have that zip. So Luann, just talk to her right now. What can you tell her about um, being able to reveal the joy of the Lord in her countenance? Well, I'll tell you something that I always encourage uh, the gals that I speak to to do. And it started in my own home raising all of my children, I had a mirror and I kept the mirror by the front door. And before the kids would go out of the house, I would say, look in that mirror and see how you're about to go face the world. Mm. Because, you know, it's really hard to be frowning if you're looking in the mirror. You need to look (laughs) in there and you smile. And I want them to know that the world sees you the way that you see yourself in that mirror. So Whatever you want to look like to the rest of the world, let your face in on it. (laughs) Say that one more time. (laughs) Whatever you want the world to see in you, let your face in on it. Because sometimes we go around with these awful looking faces and uh, you have to know that that is an absolute choice. I used to tell my children this. If they were in a grouchy mood, I would say, give me 30. (laughs) <laughs> and they, they knew what that meant. That meant, I'm going to count to 30, and you're going to smile the entire time. And I would start <laughs> counting, and they would just look at me, and I would say, look, 
If you want to stop smiling, I'm going to start over and we could be here all day just teaching you how to smile. You know, I think that once you do that, a couple of amazing things happen. One, you realize that the Holy Spirit has been put inside you and you have control. Hmm. You have control that God has given you to say, you know what? I am going to take this nasty lemon face look and I'm going to ask God to turn it into a bright, cheery smile. And the other thing is he actually gave us endorphins. God provided endorphins in our brain, in our body, so that when we smile for 30 seconds, we can't help it. We start having all those endorphins letting loose and we feel better. It's just going to happen. So even if you don't feel happy, you know, I don't feel Mm -hmm. like smiling, (laughs) do it anyway. Do it anyway. <laughs> well, even in God's word, Proverbs fifteen thirteen says that a happy heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. So, oh my goodness, you have to have your face cheerful because you want your happy heart to show itself. If you have the love of Christ in you, your face needs to be cheerful. So grumpy face is even being somewhat disobedient. Absolutely. I love that that was part of what your home was and what you taught your children. Good for you, Luann. Well, my my kids didn't always like it, especially when they were teenagers, but they look back now and they're so happy that, they're so happy, uh, <laughs> that, that I did enforce that. And, and it was something that I enforced. We're going to have heartache in our life. Yes, we are. But it is absolutely a choice When we say, you know what, I am not going to let the world see that I am crushed in my spirit, but we have the joy of the Lord in us and the world is watching. And when we are crushed in our spirit, we do not have to have that crushed look on our face. It's a choice. Okay, Tracy and I are sitting here today with you guys because We love to laugh. You know, I think of that. uh, What was it? Mary Poppins. uh, I love to laugh. (laughs) I remember that one. Long and And clear. clear. Yes. (laughs) I've actually had people say to me, oh, my gosh, are you really that happy and energetic all the time? I know. And I'm like. Well, I, I try. I try to choose to be. I, I try to recognize that it actually helps mm-hmm. even when some, you know, when you're in a bad mood or something's going wrong, if you just choose joy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people think that you are faking it, but I love that one time someone asked my husband that. And he didn't know I was listening, but I heard someone that he worked with ask him is she really always like that and he said you know what I can say that 99.9% of the time she is always like that you know what a sweet thing for my husband to say but isn't that something that as Christians we should be a witness in the way we behave in the way that we laugh because honestly Tracy If people see that we are always stressed out like the world Mm -hmm. and we're always upset like the world and we're always unhappy like the world, well, what do we bring to the table that's any different than what they already have? Right. 
And if it's not your natural makeup, because I know that God has given each of us, you know, amazing and wonderful personalities and different strengths. But again, God doesn't want us to stay where we are. And if you do enjoy watching joy and laughter and encouragement come out of other people, instead of thinking, well, I guess God just didn't make me that way, just read scripture that talks about the importance of joy and hang out with people that are full of joy and seek to find joy. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you, but God does want us to change and grow. So it's an area that you can just work on a little bit because trust me, I got my areas I work on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, ding, 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 ding. I heard you say hang out with other people that are joyful because you're right. It is contagious. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that if you, it's kind of like a yawn. You know, if you see somebody mm-hmm. yawning, you're going to yawn. If you see somebody smiling, you're going to smile. And in Psalm uh, 126.2 says, Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. You know, when we smile and we laugh and we sing songs of joy, Other people look at us and say, wow, those Christians, their Lord's really done something for them that makes them look different than than the rest of us. They have a they have a peace on their face. They have a smile on their face. They have something that you can't manufacture. You can't make it up. It's a joy that, well, it's like the spring that Jesus promised would well up to eternal life. It's bubbling like that brook. You know, right. And the whole songs of joy. I mean, that scripture that you just read from Psalm, our tongue with songs of joy. And if joy and levity is not normally who you are, go to praise and worship music. Find worship that fills your soul and and helps you to shout with joy and, you know, practice being silly. Some there are several wonderful Christian comedians. I know Mm. I have a friend that was going to have to do something on tape. And she was someone that normally didn't have that sort of uplifted countenance because let me let you in, lean in really close. Let me (laughs) let you in on a little secret. When you smile and have a joyful countenance, you look at least 10 years younger. Did you know that? I mean, flat out, straight up. And my friend was going to have to be on tape. And I said to her, because she said, I never, I just can't do that smiley thing. I said, well, literally, I don't know if you've ever heard of Tim Hawkins. He's an amazing Christian comedian. And I said, watch Tim Hawkins. I gave her a bunch of links to it. I said, sit and watch him be filled with laughter and then tell him to turn on the tape. And she did it. And it made such a difference. It's one of the best times I've ever seen her on video because that joy just filled her up. So even if it takes a little vanity, shame on me for saying that. But, you know, if you think, wow, if I can lose 10 years just by smiling, I'll start off that way. But again, you want it to be real joy, not fake joy. And we find that in the love of Christ. What a friend we have in Jesus. I sing that out loud constantly, especially if I'm having a glumpy day and it just fills me right back up. How about you? <laughs> what, what fills you right up, Luann, if you're having a, a flumpy day? I love glumpy and flumpy. <laughs> I've never heard those words like that before. But, you know, girlfriend, if you're having a glumpy, flumpy day, then that little phrase alone should have made you smile from Tracy Eister. And we're, we're talking about letting God 
fill you with joy. And if you have a tough time doing that on your own, find a Christian comedian and do a little laughing. Tracy and I are talking about how laughter is the best medicine and how through all of Proverbs, you'll find scripture that says it's good medicine for the bones and and that we should be cheerful and smile and we should have that kind of an attitude. But Tracy, it's disturbing to me when I look at the depression statistics across our country. Do you know that depression affects one in every 10 people? That's that is really frightening. And the the pressures of the world, no doubt, are, you know, part of what's contributing to that. I know there are medical diagnosis, but just the pressures. Again, we need to seek that peace. We're a bunch of girls sitting around this table. And most of those one in 10 are women that are 45 to 64. They're also sometimes people uh, with less than a high school education. They've often been married before uh, or they're unable to find work or employment or they're somebody without health insurance coverage. There's a lot of reasons that the world will stress us out and make us think about all the pressures, like you said, of things that aren't right. But we know that there is a way to maneuver through all of the stress points in our life, and that's Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. And I know I don't want to discount, because sweet sisters, I know there are those of you that um, for medical conditions, you know, do need to seek a physician's care and Mm -hmm. do need to understand why you're suffering from depression. And there is no shame in that. You know, God has gifted our physicians and we've come a long way, but in tandem with working with the physician and trying to get yourself to a place of good health, I think you also need to work with a pastor. You need to work with the Christian counselor. You need to understand, is there something from your past? Is there something that's going on with you right now? Is there um, some spiritual healing? Is there some bondage? And that may be a word you're not real familiar with, but you know the enemy can bind us up in something that keeps us down, that keeps us from finding our joy. But I feel like, Luann, that the answer is, don't think it's okay to stay there. God does not want you to stay there. God does not want you to feel hopeless. God does not want you to think you're all alone. It's the enemy that wants to push you off and make you feel alone and that there's something wrong with you and that there's no hope. And those are all just lies. There are Mm. people out there that will love you into health and to help you figure out ways to find good health. So just let us encourage you that God loves you, that he's not forgotten about you if you're in a dark place. He wants to um, love you into good health. He wants you to find others that will help you. Yeah, I want to tell you that I have been there. And I'm going to share a story. I don't think I I know my Adam hasn't heard it. Um, I was in that place. I had experienced uh, divorce. And no one in my family had ever been divorced. And I felt like the black sheep. And everyone said, how in the world could that happen to Dean and Wilma's girl? You know, they were in church every week. How in the world could that happen? She, you know, she married a boy in the church. How could that happen? And I remember feeling so distraught and so worthless 
Mm. And I got to that point, Tracy, where I took the pills. Mm. And my mom walked in and she saw the the empty bottle and rushed me to the hospital and they pumped my stomach. And that was before I had any children. And I look back on my life now and go, wow, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't have nine, almost 10 grandkids. I had no idea what God was going to do in my life, but I knew that I was so distraught. I just felt like there was no hope of me being able to be mended. And yet, I remember people praying for me. Yes. And when I realized what a crazy decision I had made after after I was out of the hospital, I went and bought flowers and took them to the nurses who had cared for me and said, oh my goodness, I can't believe that I made that decision, but thank you for not allowing me to go. Hmm. Girl, if you are here right now, we need to pray for you. If you're in that dark place. Lord Jesus, we, we lift up those who are in the dark corner right now yes, and feel like there is no hope. Lord, we know that you are the hope and you yes. are the one that provides that for us. Yes, Father God. So Lord, I pray that you will surround them right now with your spirit yes, and that they will tangibly feel, feel your, your spirit lifting them out of that dark place. Yes, Father. And Lord, would you surround them with love. people who will pray for them and hold them and love them and mentor them through that. So, Lord, they can find the joy and they can find the laughter. And we will all come together and praise you for it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, girlfriend, I'm so glad that you decided to stop by the cafe today because we, we have been where you are and maybe... Maybe you are looking at the cafe in a different way right now. Yes. You're looking and saying, whoa, I didn't know that they had real problems. (laughs) I didn't know that they stumbled and fell. We are so totally human. Luann, how amazing that the God of new beginnings has manifest himself in your life right now for all of our sweet sisters to hear. Because trust me, as they have gathered here uh, week after week and heard your voice and heard your story and seen that God has made you to be an encourager, I know that there are those who have thought, well, her life must be pretty rosy. And for you to be brave and vulnerable and share that dark place and where you've been and how depression had a hold of you, and for them to see the hope and the joy that is on your face week after week and to hear your voice. What hope, sweet sisters. I hope, I just hope you recognize that God is a God who loves and gives new beginnings because what the enemy meant for you, God beat back and look at your family 
and who mm. you are and where you are. Would you have ever thought that not in a million years yeah, that hopeless, miserable night when you thought all you had was a bottle of pills that God would use that for His glory? Mm. what he can do and transforms lives. I know you want to speak now on the other side, filled with hope and joy. Speak to her right now. Absolutely. Girlfriend, you can live a healthy, abundant, laughter-filled life because I have been there. I've been there. And now God has got me on the other side. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, there's not a day that goes by that I am not laughing and enjoying this life. And I would never in a million years have guessed that that could happen to me at that point in my life. So listen, Romans 12, 12 is for you. It's a prescription. You know, you may be suffering from some things, but this is a prescription. And it's three things that you got to do with this prescription. Romans 12, 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Those are the three things that will get you through to the other side, girlfriend. Be joyful in hope. Be joyful in hope. Be joyful in hope. (laughs) I'm telling you, you can be joyful in hope. That no matter what, maybe it's not you, maybe it's your daughter, maybe it's your niece, maybe it's your neighbor, maybe it's your friend, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's somebody that you care about and they need to know that you have a prescription for them, a healthy life, and it comes from being hopeful. It comes from being patient with one another. We're going to have afflictions. We're going to have hard times, but we need to be patient and let God do what he does. I did not turn around overnight, but God was so patient and my parents were so patient and my loving family who knew Christ had a purpose for me. They were so patient. I think that one's important really, really for each of us around this table to hear. Because sometimes when we have a friend that we can see is heading into a dark place, we don't know what to say. We don't want to say the wrong thing. And we pull away and we pull back. So I do think that patient in affliction, if it's not you, if it's not your friend, if it's not your husband, there has to be someone in your life that you know and you can see it. You can see when someone's countenance changes. So I think we just need to be brave and be patient in, in the affliction and to be an encourager. Could you speak to maybe those women out there that need to know how they can affect someone that they see may be in a dark place? Absolutely. I know the worst thing for me was somebody preaching at me and telling me that I was going to hell because of my life. It just drove me farther away, Tracy. Mm. But I'll tell you, the ones that made an eternal impact on me were the ones that put their arm around me and said, I love you. Yes. I mean, that's what I needed to hear. That no matter what, no matter what, I was lovable. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's what she needs to hear right now. So when you see that person that is so downtrodden look she can be filled with joy because your face is joyful 
and because you have a joyful arm around her and because you have love pouring out of your heart, she can feel that because that's what I felt from other people when I couldn't see it. They could. And then, sweet sister, be faithful in prayer. Faithful in prayer. Medicine for your bones. Laughter, joy, love, patience. We love you, girl, and we are here walking this road with you. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We love you to pieces. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.